Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, February the 15th. I uh, hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you were warmer than anyone uh, uh, up in this region of Wisconsin, and I hope you had a good Valentine's Day as well, and you were able to celebrate that um, with with your loved ones in, in whatever sense and whatever that looks like. So... Uh, I come to you live from the closet once again. We are going to hear uh, my daughter's thump, thump, thump running on the uh, treadmill here any moment. So here I am in the closet, and we are going to continue through Genesis, although that is going to meet a demise here shortly because uh, once we hit Ash Wednesday, uh, we will stop sequential reading. Then we're going to hear the Lenten readings set aside uh, for that season. Uh, we may pick up with it after the Easter season, so it may be three months from now that we pick back up with uh, Genesis, and I really hope we do because it's just such a wonderful story. Uh, but for now, we're going to do Cain and Abel today and a little bit about Noah tomorrow, and that's where we'll end as we enter into uh, Ash Wednesday this week. So, my friends, let's take a look at uh, Genesis today. It'll be chapter 4, verses 1 to 15, and verse 25. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the book of Genesis. The man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have produced a man with the help of the Lord. Next she bore his brother Abel. Abel became a keeper of flocks, and Cain a tiller of the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord from the fruit of the soil, while Abel, for his part, brought one of the best firstlings of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not. Cain greatly resented this and was crestfallen. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you so resentful and crestfallen? If you do well, you can hold up your head. But if not, sin is a demon lurking at the door. His urge is toward you, yet you can be his master. Cain said to his brother Abel, let us go out in the field. When they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother Abel? He answered, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord then said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the soil. Therefore, you shall be banned from the soil that opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. If you till the soil, it shall no longer give you its produce. You shall become a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is too great to bear, since you have now banished me from the soil, and I must avoid your presence and become a restless wanderer on the earth. Anyone may kill me at sight. Not so, the Lord said to him. If anyone kills Cain, Cain shall be avenged sevenfold. So the Lord put a mark on Cain, lest anyone should kill him at sight. Adam again had relations with his wife, and she gave birth to a son whom she called Seth. God has granted me more offspring in place of Abel, she said, because Cain slew him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
So again, brothers and sisters, we, we pick up after the fall and we're seeing the effects of the fall play itself out here in the, um, uh, the generativity in the offspring of Adam and Eve. Uh, so again, we saw the creation stories, right? The, the first creation story by the priestly writer. We saw the second one by the Yahwist. This continues to be the story of the Yahwist here. Um, going through uh, chapter four uh, and uh, and the fall in in chapter three of the desire to be like God, so I would know good and evil and and that we were created, remember, for relationship with God first and foremost, and with one another in that beautiful innocence, that that place of of Eden, uh, that place of paradise, and. Because of that sin that that entered in, the consequences of that were that they were uh, they could no longer they were no longer because of the consequence of the sin were no longer in that place of innocence, and uh, and so as as Milton wrote, it is paradise lost. They were they they uh, are east of Eden now, and now we see the effects of that. Um, of that brother uh, versus brother in Cain and Abel. So just fleshing it out a little bit, what is it that we see here? So Adam and Eve um, uh, bring forth Cain and Abel. Uh, boy, it's seemingly Cain is the elder. Uh, next she bore his brother Abel. I don't know if that means they were twins or if that um, they were just, you know, that's the order in which they were they were born. So Cain is the tiller of the land, uh, bringing forth uh, produce from the land. Abel is the, the keeper of the flocks. And it says, in the course of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord. That's all it says from the fruit of the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering. While Abel, for his part, brought one of the best firstlings of his flock. So I, I think what, what we hear saying, at least... You know, because God looks with with uh, love. Um, he looks with with pride. He 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 looks with favor. Let's just use the word that Scripture uses here on Abel's offering, because Abel is offering some of the best of himself, and not just something else. And again, I, I, that, this is me reading into it, and I think that that's probably. Um, an okay thing to do here. It simply says Cain brought an offering. And how often are we the same though, my friends? How often are we the same on, on so many levels? Um, that what is it we give not only to God, uh, and I'm not just talking on Sundays, you know, when we come uh, and, and, and what, what our gift monetarily is. I, I mean, what about our gift of our spirit? Do we just give God another hour to say we've checked off that, that moment and that time? Do we give God the best of our day in prayer? Do we give God the best of our, our creativity in our life, uh, in, our, in our ingenuity? Do we give God the best of our, our shrewdness even and our cunning in the best sense of those words? Do we give God the best of our, our, our humor and our joy and our goodness? I mean, to build all that up, do we give the best of ourselves to our spouses? Do we give the best of ourselves to our children? Do we give the best of our offerings to those friends. I, I, you know, and, and the truth is, I know that I don't do that all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm often like Cain, I think, in saying, okay, I'm going to go through the motions today, whether that's at mass, whether that's in, in you know, the, the checks that I write for, whether that's church or charity or whatever it is, um, whether that's, you know, the, the time I give my Renee or, or the kids or, I mean, just, you know, yesterday, I 
how Aileen was sharing something sweet. And I don't even remember what it was, but I was interested in the basketball game that was going on. I only gave her half of my time. I was just giving her an offering. I wasn't giving her the best of offering. And the Lord looked with kindness and favor on Abel's offering when he gave the best of himself. But on Cain's, he didn't. And Cain was crestfallen about that. And rather than struggle with his own issue, right? Because isn't sin, remember, um, when, when uh, the Lord went to Adam and said, hey, why did you eat the fruit of the tree? And he said, she made me do it, the woman who you put here, by the way. He's not only pointing at Eve, he's pointing at God, saying, hey, this is your fault. You're the one who created her. You put her here. The woman you gave, the woman you put here. You know, this is your fault, really. And Eve, of course, points at the servant, serp, serpent. Um, I mean, we see the same thing here in a sense that Cain doesn't want to deal, brothers and sisters, with the fact that he only gave an offering. He only gave, you know, just a part of himself, but not the best part of himself. He just gave an average part of himself. He just gave a mundane garden variety. Here you go. Here's an offering. Um, and, uh, and, and he wasn't willing to look within and say, this is who I am. Uh, I mean, on, on some level, we have to look at ourselves. If, if this becomes a habit of how we give to other people uh, and give it to our God, we have to look at ourselves and say, is this who I am? Because it certainly seems that way. Uh, and that's the hard work. Because again, either I have to change or I have to accept a truth. And that is to change how I view myself. One of the two has to change. I can't keep doing what I'm doing, but yet think I'm the greatest. Uh, I either have to change how I view myself or I have to change my actions. Cain wasn't able to do that. So what does he do? He attacks his brother, Abel, uh, who did give his best offering and kills him. And then, of course, there's that wonderful famous line where God says, where is your brother? And he says, how should I know? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? I mean, my friends, if nothing else from this podcast today, gosh, isn't that maybe what we ponder? Are we our brother's keeper? Are we our sister's keeper? And of course, the answer is yes. Um, and, uh, and Cain meant the question to be, no, of course he's not. It's not up to him to know where Abel is and, and what he's doing. And so I think the question for us becomes, if the answer is indeed yes, and we know it is, we know it is. Who is our brother or sister today? You know, Jesus asked the question in the gospel, right? When his mother and his brothers come to the outside of the crowd and say they want to see him, and they, they relay that to him. And he says, who, who, who are, is my mother and my brother and my sisters? So who, who is that? Because it would be best for us to know that, right? If we are going to be their keeper. And, uh, and they ours, by the way, and they ours. Uh, that's what community is. I, my former pastor, Father Roger, used to say that always as a Benedict, and salvation is realized in community, meaning that grace that we experience from God, that, that love, that firsthand knowledge of what love looks like, it, it finds itself, it realizes itself in how we love one another. Otherwise, I think we can aptly question whether we know what salvation is at all. Salvation is realized in how we are our brother's or sister's keeper. Last thing I'll say um, is that beautiful part toward the end where, where Cain is banished. And, and the, 
the the yield of the land will no longer uh, yield its fruit for him, and and he's gonna he's destined to be a wanderer again, which is one of the ways that that the storytellers are helping understand the other people, the Ishmaelites that are out there, because they'll they'll say that uh, well those are gonna come later with uh, Esau and things, but um, but. But they're trying to explain, you know, who who some of these people are that are that are out in the world around them. But uh, Cain is is unsettled with this, and he's saying, "Listen, anybody who sees me is going to kill me." What well, you, you, the, the question to ask is, "Well, who else is out there?" Creation story has only said that Cain and Abel are the only ones, you know, through Adam and Eve here. Well, again, they're just telling a myth. The, the myth is is uh, that sin entered the world, and there. And look what 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 the sin, the, the logical end is 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 it ultimately ends in bloodshed. Uh, but again, it shows God. You know, again, if, if, if the idea is we are in innocence and made for a relationship and then through sin enters the world and, and we live within it, uh, that we are cast out of paradise that way, uh, that innocence, we lose it, that the whole idea is how can we regain it? And from the very beginning, uh, God is attempting and, and, and he will send Abraham and the covenants and, and then, well, you know, Abraham and, and ultimately Moses and then ultimately the prophets and then ultimately Jesus. Uh, that, that we regain that paradise. But even now, again, we saw it within Adam and Eve when he made them close and sent them out so they wouldn't be on their own. And here with Cain, he says, listen, you know, anyone can kill me. And, and the Lord says, if anyone kills Cain, Cain shall be avenged, avenged sevenfold. Again, it shows God's love and that, that I'm going to be with you and I'm going to be your protector, even in the midst of this crap that you've done, even in the midst of the sin, the bloodshed. You know, you'd think that I don't even recognize you anymore, but Cain, uh, it, God puts a mark on Cain. Now, again, why, what does that mean? For us today, it doesn't mean much, but back in the day, of course, in the, in the day of slaveholding, uh, you know, again, you think that, that marks were there, and if, if there were a mark on somebody and, and they knew they were owned by someone, uh, they, wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't harm them because in harming the slave, you were harming the master, and, and the master would come after you. And, and God is, is claiming him for his own and saying, you are mine still. You are mine. Brothers and sisters, no matter what we've done today, do you realize that God's mark is on you? Do you realize that, that there's nothing you can do that's going to put you outside of God's love? Because it's only us that puts ourselves there. It's not God. God, God knows where we are. He knows what, you know, those things are that cry out to the, from the ground that we've done, uh, but he doesn't, he doesn't abandon us. There, there are consequences to that. He points that out to Cain. He pointed it out to Adam and Eve, but he never leaves us on our own. So that, my friends, uh, is, a, is a brief story of, uh, of, of Cain and Abel, or a brief uh, unpacking. Let's ponder just today, how, what is it we give to those around us? Do we give our best? Um, uh, are we our brothers and sisters keeper and, and how can, can that be something that, um, that we, uh, promise ourselves that we, we look to, that we can do better, uh, and, uh, and know that there's, there's no putting ourselves outside of that mark of God that continues to walk with us in the midst of this. So let's pray. 
And let's bring our intentions before our Blessed Mother, as always, my friends, and, uh, and trust that she knows exactly where to place them and when. And we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first glory, or excuse me, joyful, joyful mystery is the Annunciation. Uh, Mary is visited by the angel Gabriel. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well, be held well in the arms of God, and I look forward to us breaking open God's word again tomorrow.